Welcome everyone. This is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond. Thank you so much for joining me again for another season. This will be my fifth season and I'm very excited about it. So I'm glad that you're joining me today and in September where I kick off my season all the way up to May of the following year where it will be the end of the season going into my summer break that I do take three months. So I like to kind of repeat that for those that are just joining me uh, today and um, you know, want to know more about my podcast. So without further ado, this particular podcast was started about five years ago. It's all from my book, Mitriam, a memoir of a past life in ancient Egypt, which when I, at that point, moved up to in the Atlanta area with the film and all of that, my dream was to make it a film. And in having different people as uh, giving me feedback or what have you, a mentor said, think about stage, do that first. And that's what I did, which now I realize I should have stayed on that path that I felt when I wrote the book that it was always supposed to be a movie. So during that time of doing the plays or what have you, and actually doing a film, a feature film of WBD Boys, I still had my dream to make my book a movie. So with that, I ended up doing to buy my time to do web shows and so forth and things like into that nature and did a film of course like i mentioned a feature so getting that experience but i always wanted to to have my book to be a movie because that's where i saw the images are and then a couple years ago five years today i decided to go ahead and start not actually today but around this time in the fall about five years ago to do a podcast show to continue doing the months where i'm not able to focus on my dream to make it a film and i'm doing other things and also, I love storytelling. I love, I'm a writer, I'm an author. Um, and so that's what this podcast came into play. So I did the research and I was weekly and I did that for the first year. And I realized, you know what, I really want this to be long-term and I don't want to get exhausted and not miss a, a date where I'm releasing a podcast. And, and the research said you had to do this and that, sometimes live, which I didn't think that was gonna work. So after the first season, I started doing it bi-monthly. Yeah, I think it was definitely the first season, first or the second season. Anyway, I definitely switched and did it bi-monthly. I did also had a, uh, a particular uh, place where you would just get the clip knits um, that I do on my podcast show, but you can get the full short story. And I had a separate platform for that. You might still hear that if you listen to previous uh, episodes of my podcast and I'm saying to click there to go here if you want to get the full. I did remove that account. It's just hard to, to upkeep that and I might bring that back or something similar to that where you can get the full clips to the short clips of stories that I released and that would be a membership only and as soon as I get that rolled out I definitely announce that but for right now today I'm very happy to return back for my fifth year and uh, my dream is still there to turn these stories of ancient Egypt, Mitrayam, which was the name of ancient Egypt back in ancient times from Sumnar. Some people say Kemet, what have you, but I'm going to the root of the truth, so that's where I'm at. And to turn it into a full-blown movie, not a play, not a short, none of that. What I, my dream was when I took that particular step forward to and to make it happen. So I did learn a lot about the business and entertainment, filming and directing and writing. Um, and now I'm still focusing on to get that done. So without further ado, let's get this premiere of my return. <laughs> 
of my Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond, where we're going to focus on mole today. And to get to that point, I do want to cover a couple of things. If you haven't checked out the website, which is mole.com, please check that out. We have some wonderful t-shirts. I love ancient Comet. It's awesome. I did get a good um, review for some good reviews from people that like that t-shirt so go check that out and as well check out the other merchandise that we have on the website and i will be talking a little bit about the comics book without it being the next episode releasing for this my premiere month so definitely check that out that launches at the end of this month so you definitely got to see about that and that's going to be from a different angle of the timeline that i'm in so with this particular timeline just to touch on that from the book perspective princess Aminia she um where she's on the scene she has to choose between two kings but some other things going on and the podcast the podcast here that i'm doing which is bi-monthly every monday by 10 a.m eastern time she the thing with that is that um the timeline is before her birth before she's on the scene so we're dealing mostly with king milan this over mitzrayam ancient egypt and queen hagar her mother her oldest sister princess hannah at the time because she's young um, that she will be a queen in the future is definitely on the scene so and you get some of those characters that i have been talking about doing this journey of bringing my book to life in the sense of sharing it with other people let's go in a couple of things so definitely follow mole just kind of get that out um for you this is going to be pretty much a full episode it won't be a clip it so you get to enjoy it and in that regard but definitely follow us on twitter and that's basically twitter.com forward slash mole and definitely follow us on instagram that's mole with a number eight and i expanded the brand to do with um, luxury healing um, body oil so definitely check that out it's under name mole beauty and you can go follow us on instagram and it's mole beauty and the number eight and definitely follow mole beauty on facebook as well as the mole production so and also the website for mole beauty is molebeauty.com so definitely tap into that because i'm so excited <laughs> and the name of today uh short story is going to be moments of love of a queen and king of Mitzrayam. So I don't really get a chance to really focus on the love part book. When I decided to make it a production, I remember um, the person that was over, Randis that was over the, the theater when I decided to do the play. I said, okay, we'll do the play. I really wanted to say my story's too big for a play, but I'll go with it. Listening to a particular mentor that I thought at the time was helping me. And I just came up, well, when I think about the book, it's all about relationships. It's all about finding your true love is all about in that sense of course there's other drama and all of that around but that's what it was and i remember it's the moments that you shared and so that's where you get moments of love in ancient egypt the production the theoretical production shorten it and you get mole each of the letters of the each of those words of that of that title and today that's what we're going to focus on with king milan and queen hagar and let's go ahead and get into that so we can be able to move forward and enjoy today that i made it my fifth year thank you so much and if you like this particular episode do leave a comment if you're interested in being a guest definitely we're going to do a live shows not a lot but a few i did have a good interest of people interested in that and um, we could talk about relationships i definitely want to start that particular aspect of my production talking about relationships and how we love and learn and so forth and in this episode we're going to get some of that so 
let's go ahead and I did had a question before regarding the web shows that I did of mole you can get that on realhouse.org forward slash prestige and you should find that in the, in the description part of this podcast if you're interested please check that out in my other filming production there and when we look to the last episode that was the finale which was episode 58 this would be episode 59 and that was from season four you will find that in the month of may and in that particular podcast episode is where we're dealing with the high rank utility high rank general he had lieutenants and so forth underneath him he basically is finding out his enemies so it's episode 58 he says a particular name that resonates with those around him that's following to uh basically to capture and not vote against Natu. Now I'm going to do a director clip note of that, but that's basically where we at. So we was basically in a Hawaiian the last episode and King Milan, of course, came up because that's the plan to be able to get this a star. So that's where we left it at. Today we're going to focus on now back to Mitch Ram. And so we're going to get into that and get this started. All right. So let's begin. For this week of my season five podcast show, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond, 2021 to 2022. For this week, episode 59, entitled Moments of Love of a Queen and King of Mitzrayim, Ancient Egypt. Opening scene. In those days, Queen Hagar had 12 high-ranked female attendants, with 20 maidens female wool attendants as well to the queen, and only eight royal queen advisors. On this day that she would be with King Milan to spend some quality time, her thoughts pounded forward as she couldn't wait to see him on the royal boat. We see her patiently waiting with one of her four out of her 12 high rank female attendants that was attending to her long, tight, curly black hair. The Nubian color gloomed and gleamed in the shine that overlay a darker amber brown color as they continued to braid it in individual lines. As Abspu, continued to rise in the horizon from the north side of her open entrance terrace in her emitting rural quarters. Only set for her dressing and hair care as well as her skin prep before a major event or casual leisure. Queen Hagar stood up in the mirror observing how her royal female attendants assigned to do her hair, continued to braid in large braids and pulled all the way up from her shoulders and then fastened on top of her head with a jewelry that sparkled of emeralds. Then they reached for her crown. She noticed it and motioned it not today. She continued to rub her belly, feeling the new one inside of her still and smiling to herself. 
But as her royal attendants nodded and smiled as well, they assisted her chosen dress attire that was of sunset yellow and green amber, trimmed with the edge of light gold that went to her ankles and rose up like a bold trumpet as the fabric crossed over one of her shoulders. She had a reflective crystal around her wrist that sparkled as well and on one of her arms. She smiled and she felt that today was going to be a beautiful day. She looked in the crystal or length mirror and nodded in improvement. Queen Haggai said, I am humbly pleased. She held her head back and then smiled to each of her attendants. All of the female attendants showed gratitude by pleasing the queen of Mitzrayam, ancient Egypt. Meanwhile, on the royal mystery at Baz a family boat, we see King Milan, my father, is sipping some Eluta tea made especially from the Kayu sections, mountains north of Mitzrayam, as he leaned back in his royal throne. He had four main sections on the royal family boat. The first one was the top deck that housed the ultimate view with modest amounts of midrive that could stand and some could sit. It had the thrones of my mother, Queen Hagar, and my father, King Malan. There were tables where food could be prepared as well as served, and guards was positioned near the steps leading to where the two throne seats sat. The next level underneath that was the Madaya deck, where more family and friends could stand and sit and well as eat and see the beautiful view from the sand dunes to the palace, to the villages, to the pyramids. Then, on the next deck underneath that was called the rest deck, where mostly guards were positioned both in view and those that used to line the banks of the Nile to observe the royal family that made their way down the Nile River. And then the bottom of the boat is called the Royal Roll of Kapar, assigned to the moving and directing of the royal boat that had over 30 men at its command. It was led by what called the Kapea General. King Milan was observing the skyline as the dawn hours had started, and he was able to not focus on the latest communicate message from Elohim that Hani, the high-ranked general and the senior council member of Orion, of the Akuni, had mysteriously disappeared from the Orion leaders, called up action. There were words in the forest to be yet revealed that is to remove his vote against Natu, that is set to have a trial of his disobedience to Hani, the general. Orders given to Echo. So King Milan left that message from his advisors and decided to inform them that he would spend the next two Aspu under their ways, 
with his wife, Queen Hagar, and deal with those matters later. They agreed. He knew that Enlil of the Akumi would broadcast another informant message about the ordeal and the chaos in Orion. For now, King Milan was just excited to focus on the moment before him, to not be concerned and deal with any more additional moves. For the politics and the dysfunction is going on in the Sudan, and the rumblings from the south of the Sudan tribal leaders to strike in the near future once again with Mitzrayam would be rested and dealt with later. Yes. For now, King Milan was more occupied with loving the thoughts of seeing his queen and their private time together, this beautiful son of Abspuways before them. King Milan had asked Queen Hagar to spend the Aspu with him before another event requiring his attention away from their time forward, and she accepted. And he was thrilled as well, knowing her of all of what she had to be strong with from the battle, from leading Mitzrayam by herself while he got well, and knowing now she is with his child growing in her belly, was doing well according to Ezra, last review of the movement of King Malansi within Queen Hagar. Suddenly, he heard the sound of Kira bird, and then another, he nodded as he spotted one on the gold rail to his far right side. <laughs> King Molan smiled and said, if only Princess Hannah was here and not with her grandmother in the Sedan, she would try to chase you. <laughs> he chuckled as he took another sip of his good tea that was beside him on the golden stand with simmering honey from their embalming growing harvest, the last of spoon of three. Just then, as he sat on the top deck, King Milan, dressed in his turquoise wrap and honey brown trim of his golden wrap headdress of authority crown, he saw the most beautiful being approach him, Queen Hagar. She was dressed in what seemed like a wrapped up gold attire, bursting with a spoon within and outward. He immediately stood up from his throne as the boat continued to sway back and forth to take it the full view as her eyes glowed like the stars during the king go out was just before. Her skin glistens like soft pellets of the Nile River and he couldn't contain waiting to have her in his arms. No, no. She started to smile and laugh as he made it to her and he embraced her immediately and felt her growing belly that they both rubbed together as King Milan started to kiss his queen. Then they walked back to where the two throne chairs were and an attendant, female attendant, quickly poured Queen Hagar a cup of tea. She took a sip and said, mm, ah, ah, peace is amongst us this afternoon. And she leaned backwards, King Milan kissed her hand and then nodded. 
and a few moments after engulfing the beautiful views around them in Mitzrayam, he motioned his hand forward to say, Onward, forward, to the valley of Kitty. A guard nearby at the opening first step, leading to the top deck where they were, said, As you wish, King Milan. And he started giving the command to the Kaptate general on the next level to debark from the palace port and start to take sail. The royal boat started to move down the Nile River. We then see King Milan and Queen Hagar laughing and talking as well as whispering each other air, loving it up. Later, they walked around the boat holding hands under the aspew and rising of the wind of cool breeze from off the Nile made the day amazing and life-living. As time lapsed, what would be considered within one hour, our present time to theirs at Mitzrayam, food was served as after it was prepared with the finest delicacy that they dined together on a plushed up silk covered blanket full of pillows of all the finest cuisine dishes of Mitzrayam and at times fed each other as some of it dropped on the plate. Then a memory revealed in both their minds to share by talking about that moment. Kimalan said, do you remember when the first time we could not find one another or anything to eat when we was looking for such? On that aspew, I took you to the Asune waterfalls. Queen Hagar nodded and blushed to then said, yes, I do remember. I was so filled with happiness you asked me to spend that abspu with you instead of you going to the Nairia Matas with the other world's leniency. But it was not me that forgot to put the food in their men pouch. <laughs> she laughed and continued to do so while he tried to hold back his laughter. Kimalan then said, Yes, indeed, that will forever be of my what's to get to be alone with you. It was finding searching for food, nevertheless took most of our time. Krenaga responded, let's not forget to remember how to get back to the main path. I remember that. Our parents were so upset. They both laughed out loud and remembered that moment. Then King Milan asked, staring into her beautiful eyes, what was the most that you remember that day or beyond? Queen Hagar leaned back in memory and then said, looking back into his warm, caring, and loving eyes, that you told me how much you, you told me how much I meant to you, that you loved me. She looked away for a moment and saw the rising sand dunes and palm trees and continued speaking as she moved a long curly Nubian hair strand from her view to wrap it behind her ear. And she continued by saying, and that you wanted us to proceed to the next level of loving one another. And I said, I loved you as well. Our relationship began. She covered her face 
and burst from smiles as King Milan reached for her and kissed her on her forehead. Then he said, "Yes, indeed, you accepted my pre-proposal on an empty stomach." <laughs> they both laughed as they approached the Valley of Kiti, where they were already had rural formation female and male attendants, about 45 and guards of this secret oasis lined up on the bank of the Nile, waiting for King Milan and Queen Hagar with trays of food, additional clothing and blankets, wine, and sweets of every seasonal feast, along with the rehe to travel with them to their next planned day, outing together. Queen Hagar weeps for King Milan, and he squeezed it. They looked up at the Aspira above and then back at one another. And he said to her, This Aspira will bring forth more good moments before us to remember. In scene.